Amen. Amen. It's just such a blessing and a pleasure to be here in uh, your presence yes. on this afternoon. Yes. We're just so thankful to God for just allowing us this opportunity to stand before his people and to proclaim Christ and Christ yeah. crucified. Amen. 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 So we're thankful to Brother uh, Leon Alfred and yeah. the committee for just uh, giving us that phone call to be a participant in this year's uh, lectureship. And I'm just so blessed to see so many friends and familiar faces here. Uh, and we're just so thankful to all the preachers who have stood before us, Brother Reed, and, and so many who've done such a magnificent job. And we're just thankful to all the preachers also that will go after us. I'm always thankful for my wife and and my kids as well. I'm kind of like Brother Reed. I, I found me a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so my wife, she's always there with me. See, I, I don't like traveling alone. Yeah. You know, so my wife and kids, they're, they're, they're always there. We're just appreciative uh, of them as well. Uh, we're going to get straight through uh, straight to the text. Genesis chapter 16. Genesis chapter 16. And the topic that we've been... Uh, we've been assigned is learning to, to trust in God's timing. Learning to trust God's timing. We got to recognize that uh, our time is different than God's time. I remember reading in the Bible where the Bible says where a thousand years is as one day and one day as a thousand years to God. And so we have to recognize that God's Chapter 11. Okay. And so one of the very first 
Yeah. And so the uh, the Bible writer goes through the genealogy uh, of, of Shem, which was one of Noah's sons, and eventually through gene uh, through genealogy, Terah was one of Sam, uh, one of Shem's. Uh, 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 Terah was a Shem rather was an ancestor of yeah. Terah, who was Abraham's father. Yeah. So we have here Abraham being born, and eventually he meeting Sarah. They get together, but Sarah cannot have children. Yeah. Genesis 11, 27-31, but also in Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 and 3, Abraham meets God, and God makes Abraham a promise that I'm going to make you a great nation. Yeah. And then again in Genesis chapter 13, verses 14 uh, through 17, uh, God again appears to Abraham, and this time he tells Abraham, look at the dots. Count the sand. If anybody can count the sand, then they can count your ancestors. In other words, I'm going to make your people innumerable. Yeah. And then in chapter 14, you have the tithes to, to Melchizedek. In chapter 15 of Genesis, again, God made that promise to Abraham in Genesis chapter 15, 1 through 5. He says, I'm going to make your seed innumerable. Amen. So out of all these promises, church, that God is making to Abel. Mm -hmm. He promised him that I'm going to make you a great nation. He promised him that I'm going to make your seed innumerable. Mm -hmm. The problem with it is that in order for Abram's seed to become countless, it has to start with one. Yeah. Abraham had no children. And Abraham was 75 years old when God had initially made that promise to him. Yes. And now 10 years had been went by. Y'all ever pray for something for so long? You're praying to God over and over again, and it seems as if God is not answering your prayer. But we have to learn to wait and trust in God's time. You see, Abraham and his wife Sarah decided not to wait on God. God made that promise 10 years went by. After so long, Abraham and Sarah said, you know what? We just got to make it happen on our own. So then that's when Sarah came up with this idea of going to get Hagar. And allowing Abraham to enter into Hagar and produce seed that way. Mm -hmm. Now, y'all know how the story goes. After that, God appears to, to Abram again when Abram was 99 years old. And he said, by this time next year, your wife Sarah is going to be pregnant. Mm -hmm. So the child that was born of Hagar's name was Ishmael. But the child which was born eventually, the child of promise, name was Isaac. Right? Mm -hmm. And so when Abraham finally had the child that God had promised him, Abraham was 100 years old. All right. And Sarah was 90 years old. All right. But notice what the Bible teaches. Okay. Abraham and Sarah had got impatient. Mm -hmm. yeah. We as a people have to learn not to get impatient Waiting on God. Amen. See, we have to learn again that our time and God's time is not the same time. Amen. But us in our human capacity, sometimes we get uh, eager trying to hold on and wait yeah. on God. Amen. But we have to recall, church, 
that it may not happen when we want it to happen. But whenever God moves, then God moves. Y'all know the beautiful thing I find about God is that when God acts, nobody can take that away. See, when we go out and try to make things happen our own selves, see, what we earn, man can take away. But what God gives, no man can take it away. So it's important that we learn to hold off and just wait on the Lord. But now let me give you three reasons about why it's so important to wait for God. Number one is faith. Number two is hope. And then number three is dependence. Right. And then we'll have our seats. I know it's after lunch, so they give that hard. They, they, they give they gave us the hard job for the reading yeah, and for the belt. And after we eat, after we ate, you know, we try to gotta keep folks woke. But that's all right. We're going to stay woke. So. Faith, hope, and dependence. So number one, faith. Notice what God was doing. Watch this. Y'all got to look at Notice what God was doing in making Abram wait so long. Yeah. What God was doing was trying to increase his faith. Notice that Abraham had just met God back in his homeland, or after he left his homeland, and Abraham was 75 years old. But the reason why he allowed so much time to go by, because in the process, he was increasing Abraham's faith. Amen. Now, how do you know that Abraham's faith was increased? Because if you fast forward a little bit to Genesis chapter 22, y'all know where I'm going. Yeah. See, after Isaac was born, notice him and Sarah had waited all that time for Isaac to be born. Yeah. And after he was born, some years later, y'all know what God asked Abraham to do? To kill him. Wait a minute. God, you let me wait all this time to kill me this son. All right. And now that he's here, you're asking me to take his life. All right. All right. But by that time, Abraham had a lot of faith. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because God had spent all those years increasing his faith. Now, how do you know that Abraham had faith? Because whenever Abraham's men came to Abraham, before he went up on Mount Moriah, yes, he said his men asked him, right. where y'all going? Yeah. Abraham said, I and the lad are going up the mountain. Yes, and he said that we yes, are going to return. Yes, In other words, Abraham knew that although if God asked him to kill his son, Abraham knew that God had the power to raise them up. How did Abraham know that? Because Abraham seen God work down through the years. Yes. See, we have to learn to trust God's power because when we see God work down through the years, we got a reason to see who God is. Yes. So Abraham was, I mean, God was showing Abraham exactly who he was. Church, sometimes all we got to do is reach back down into the foul of our memory. If you're going through a present situation, you got to remember the same God who led you out before, and the same God who led you out another time is the same God who's going to lead you through it this time. Amen. All we got to do is just learn to remember. Yeah. Remember what God has done. Right. And that's how God increased Abraham's faith. He 
He showed him down through the years yeah. how powerful he could be. Right. But not only faith, but hope. Right. And I use the word hope. Really, I like to use the word expectation. Because you see, Bible hope, the hope in the Bible is different from the way that we see hope today in 21st century Western culture. When we think of hope, we're thinking about something that may or may not happen. You see, if we say, well, I hope by the time I make it to the store, it ain't going to be closed. In other words, what you're saying is that the store, it may be closed, or it may not be closed. But the hope that's talked about in the Bible is not that kind of hope. It's an expectation type hope. In other words, you know it's going to happen. All you're doing is just waiting on it. As a matter of fact, one of the words that's translated from Hebrew to English is expect. Is from the word take bar, which is from a word that means cord. Mm-hmm. In other words, you're already attached. Oh, y'all missing this. You're already attached to the blessing. Your blessing is here. You're over here. The attachment is there. You're just waiting on God to bring you to it. But some, y'all, y'all, God is a good God. Because sometimes we're waiting out on that blessing. But the reason why God hasn't given it yet is because we're not yet prepared for it. So sometimes God has to take us through the process of preparing us because he knows that if he gives us that blessing before we are prepared, we'll use it against our relationship with him. In other words, the same thing that we take as a blessing, we'll use it as a curse. But if we are prepared to receive it, then it truly is a blessing. Indeed. Faith, hope, but also dependence. God was teaching Abraham. You have to learn to depend on him. Y'all, as the people of God, we got to learn to depend. To utterly trust, to to just give our whole selves over to him. Well, how do I do that? You have to realize that God ain't normal. God is not ordinary. So notice that God made Abraham wait 10 years. And then it took another 15 years for them to actually have children. God promised something when Abraham was 75. And he did not deliver it until Abraham was 100. So you have to see that when God promised it to Abraham, it was physically possible for it to happen. But notice what God did. God waited until it was impossible. Because the Bible says that Sarah was beyond childbearing years. Not only was she beyond childbearing years, the Bible says the way 
she had already been through menopause. God waited until it was absolutely impossible for her to get pregnant to deliver that See, God was teaching Abraham that I can do anything that I want. There is nothing that's too big for me. So we have to learn to depend on God. See, many of us looking out for an ordinary blessing. Why are you waiting for an ordinary blessing while serving an extraordinary God? So we got to remember that the God that we serve is beyond ordinary. He is an extraordinary God. And if we're serving an extraordinary God, we are there to wait for the extraordinary blessing. But we have to learn, church, to have faith in God, to put our hope in God, and learn to depend on God. Let, let me give you the story, then we'll have our seat. There, there, there was a woman. All right, She went to work. It's a job that she wanted so bad. Once when she finally got that job, she was so thankful. God, you. You, you, you bless me with this blessing. And I just thank you so much. But soon after she got that job, there was a co-worker who started picking with her. Y'all ever have a co-worker? Just mess with you. Be careful because if you hadn't had a co-worker like that, you might be that co-worker. But just so this co-worker has begun picking with the drum, just spread lies. So the woman, she 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 talked to her dad about it. Her dad had the same kind of job. She said, "That what I'm supposed to do? I feel like I just want to quit. I've been waiting all these years for this job, and I really want the job that's a, the promotion. But I've been waiting all these years for this one, and now that I got it, I'm facing all this mess." <laughs> The beautiful thing about God is that when God sends you through some mess, uh -huh. he'll lead you out with a And so she was going through this mess. Just one day she walked in and her dad just told her, you, you can just hold on. Just be patient and learn to just trust in God's time. That's all her dad just keeps a trust in God's time. Keep on praying and trusting in God's time. Till eventually she just said, Dad, I'm, 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 I'm done with this. She was on the phone with her dad on the way to work. Dad, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'll call you later. Because all he just trusts in God's time. Mm -hmm. But that same day that she got frustrated with her dad, she walked into the office. Her boss called her in. Mm -hmm. She just, her boss waved her fingers like, y'all ever had one of them kind of, you didn't expect it, you know something wrong, man. <laughs> yeah, you gotta can't start gathering this lady. And this is for you to have to call. <laughs> so the boss said, come on. So they, they, they go through. Maybe about 15 minutes later, this woman exits the boss. She walks to her office, take a box, started taking her personal belongings, 
and put in them. And lo and behold, the devil, I mean, the slow worker. <laughs> this co worker was over here with a smile on her face. She said, You know what? I got it. So then she walks over to her with that fake smile. Y'all know that smile. Sometimes you come to church and you see people that same smile. So this woman takes her box. She walks to the elevator. Mm -hmm. And then the evil co-worker says, hey, can I help you with anything else? Mm -hmm. She says, no, thank you. Mm -hmm. But on all the stuff that you've done to me, mm -hmm. I just want to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm standing in front of this elevator, but it's not the down button that I'm pressing. Right. It's the up button. Yeah. Yeah. 